0: We are back live across Michigan, our number two, 19 radio station, Strong, the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show for the station close to you. Go to the huge show dot net. You also can listen anywhere in America on the iHeart app. Just search the huge show. Also, podcasts are there. Search the huge show. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean and more. And our free stream, courtesy of the Michigan Sports Network, is live 3 until 6 Monday through Friday in the all-night, all-day replay, where the entire three-hour show repeats 6 p.m. until the next show airs. That also is at thehugeShow.net. Inside this hour, John U Bacon, New York Times best-selling author. He is the ultimate Michigan insider. His thoughts on Harbaugh staying and their future, short term, long term? John Borden Sr. columnist for the Wolverine.com. And I'm gonna ask him this question: Is Harbaugh there for good? Can you do this again if you're Harbaugh? I don't think you can. But I said that last year. When he told everybody, hey, this isn't gonna be recurring. if you want me, I'll be here, coach forever. We'll talk to Johnny Borden, Doug Skeen in an hour, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, co-host of the Michigan football podcast, heard weekly at TheWolverine.com. We'll hear from Skeener and Clayton Safey, pride and joy of Mama Safie. and that family that listens on our flagship station, ninety-six 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids. Artball naturally, is a big topic of conversation, but Superfly walks in and He's not wearing his Michigan State hat, but he's like, hey, Bill, uh, it's been nonstop hardball for four and a half months. And I looked at him and I said, is that Superfly Hayes speaking, the Michigan State fan speaking, or what's in the best interest of the show speaking? And he goes, none of those. I go, what do you mean? He says, I'm sick of hardball. I go, that's like saying you're sick of Jesus. Oh, my God. He's a hardball atheist. He doesn't believe. But he's a Michigan State fan. Did we figure out where Graham Carpenter, not Graham Couch, in Lansing State Journal? I had the block because he was totally irate that I said, hey, State loses a tough one against Purdue yesterday. I still can't get over that. I had to block. I haven't blocked people in a while. I can man up, but I just had to you know, tell them, go away. Well, he did it. Why I blocked him is he, for some reason, I don't know how, I thought direct messages, I can let people, only people when I want to. He dropped me a direct message and was ripping me. I'm like, it's like people who go on my personal Facebook page and rip me. Get out of here. You're blocked. My block list looks like the roll call of lottery winners in the last year in the state of Michigan. I think it was like six weeks ago. I kind of, you know, one of those boring days. I, I looked at my block list. I'm like, wow, man. Family, friend, family. I'm like, I blocked family members, friends. You just can't. There's a line, man. There's a line. You want to disagree with me? Bring it. But I am tired of the Michigan State fan accusing me of being a Michigan homer. I am flat out tired of that. My God. Tell me another media entity that in the last six months, has went to Izzo's offices and Susie Merchant's offices and done three-hour statewide live broadcast. I understand that a lot of Michigan State fans were hoping Hardball left so Michigan's in disarray again, and maybe they picked the wrong coach. I get that if you're a Michigan State fan, you can't stand what Michigan has done the last two years. You can't, even with the loss to TCU and getting blown out by Georgia the previous year. You just can't stand what they've done. That's what you want from your program. That's what you expect with a coach making $95 million. So the, the Michigan State Nation was getting ready to celebrate that Harbaugh's leaving and here goes Michigan back to disarray you. And instead, Harbaugh's coming back with a loaded team. They're preseason number two in every way-too-early top 25 college football poll. Michigan State isn't ranked, and you paid your coach $95 million to take you where Harbaugh is. And Harbaugh's coming back, so when he doesn't come back, the Michigan State fan jumps on me that I'm a homer because all we do is talk about Harbaugh. Outside of the NFL playoffs, it was the biggest story in sports yesterday, and I'll say biggest story in sports probably, you know, you get the 24-hour cycle. Yeah, I'll go with it still. One of the biggest stories in sports today. NFL playoffs, number one, right, what the Cowboys did and Brady and everything. But there's President Santa Ono tweeting about Brady. Go blue. I mean, the guy is... He's like psycho sports fan. He's so crazy. If he follows me on Twitter, I may have to block him. <laughs> John U. Bacon, New York Times bestselling <laughs> author, is standing by in the Meyer guess line. How you doing, my friend? Not bad at all. We're down in Florida. It could be worse, Bill. Could be. Oh worse. my God! Did Florida heat up? It's been like in the forties and fifties in Florida.
1: Uh, we're getting sixties. Mid to high 60s, so hey, we'll take it. I'm not shoveling
0: anything, so yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I shovel every day, three until six, and I can't describe what I'm shoveling, <laughs> but I'm shoveling. <laughs> uh, the Santa Ono uh, input takeover of the Harbaugh negotiations, how quickly he was able to get something done, uh, the fact that he said in his tweet about 24 hours ago that he let Ward-Manuel know that Coach Harbaugh had agreed to stay on. Uh, the way he had to jump in and save this, uh, short-term, long-term, what does that mean for Ward-Manuel?
1: Great question, and it means something. Uh, look, you're on the radio many hours a day, every day, of course. I do it occasionally, but enough to, once in a while, spontaneously, off the cuff, I'll say something I wish I had not said in that way. I've got to correct it, I've got to... Backped a little bit, whatever else. But these two tweets last night from both Jim Harbaugh and another one from Santa Ono were on Michigan letterhead, if you will, the formatted and so on, clearly prepared, uh, made in blue statements. Those are not spontaneous. Those were carefully rendered. And Harbaugh did not mention Ward-Manuel, although it did mention Santa Ono and how grateful he was for his leadership. And in Santa Ono's, he said that uh, – I just got the call from Jim Harbaugh directly to Santa Ono and now he's going to tell Ward Manuel, which suggests that Ward Manuel is not in the first loop of these, these renegotiations. So those are not accidents. That's not for the heck of it. And I think that does mean something in this case. And in the, what it really means is that right now the relationship that saved Harbaugh from going to the NFL in all likelihood was Santa Ono and Harbaugh, not his boss, Ward Manuel and Harbaugh.
0: Which, again, uh, you know, maybe, you know, knowing Santa Ono from a distance and just seeing his passion, uh, maybe this is his chance to give Ward a chance to repair the relationship, see if it is repairable, and they move on. But Hardball coming back, Michigan every way too early preseason poll, uh, top three. uh, They're going to be loaded again. You look at his last two years, what he's done. Uh, they should be back in the Big Ten title game. They should be back in the college football playoff this upcoming fall into early 2024.
1: Yeah, I mean, the team coming back, look, Michigan has not been able to capitalize on the last few years, 12-2 last year, Big Ten champs, 13-1 and this year, Big Ten champs, in part because Harbaugh had his flirtation with the Vikings last year and a bit of the same with the Broncos and the NFL this year. Uh, but, man, the transfer portal is one huge area where Michigan's done very well the last two years. And, of course, just keeping the players you have. Really, Bill, there are three levels of recruitment these days. One, is recruits. Two, is transfers. And three, is the players you have to keep them. So when you have Blake Korm and Donovan Edwards and Zinter and Keegan from the front line, seven or eight key players coming back, they're going to be a top three team. And they probably suspected Harbaugh was coming back. And sure enough, that's all the case. So. That's nothing but good for Michigan. But again, as you point out, the Harbaugh-Manual relationship is interesting to track, and we'll see what happens next.
0: Yeah, Will Ward see the writing on the wall? Is is his exit part of the agreed-to deal? Who knows what actually went on behind the scenes? But I will tell you one thing, John, and you've been around a lot of universities. Have you ever seen a more proactive sports fan? Now, not just a leader of a school— but a sports fan like President Santa Ono at Michigan?
1: Good question. Uh, I've put him now in his first four or five months of the job at Michigan in a league with Gordon Gee of Ohio State, who obviously is a big backer of Trestle and others. Uh, more quietly, uh, Morty Shapiro at Northwestern, the big backer of Jim Phillips, the AD, now the ACC commissioner, uh, and Pat Gerald. And you need that vertical monopoly, if you will, President, AD, and... Uh, head coach, you need that to work for the whole thing to work. Um, keep in mind, Ono was the president at Cincinnati when they hired Luke Fickle, and he's a big part of that and getting that program, everything it needed to be a college football playoff team, amazingly, uh, one year. Um, so he sees clearly the value beyond um, just the wins and losses, the profile it gives you as a university. And boy, that's when it applies to Michigan. It's like Michigan State basketball. Without Izzo, uh, they get a lot less national attention, Than they do with Izzo. And likewise, Harbaugh is clickbait nationwide.
0: John Ubekin, New York Times bestselling author, joining us from his compound called Ann Arbor South in Florida, checking in on the Meyer (laughs) uh, guest line. Uh, When you look at Harbaugh's future, is this going to be, he said it wasn't going to be a recurring thing a year ago. Now with Santa Ono there, are because this is the one thing I hear from Michigan fans. Are are we going to yeah. be doing this again a year from now?
1: They really can't be, I think, because you risk losing players, recruits, but also fans.
0: Um, I'm sure
1: this had to be a central part of the conversation between President Ono and Harbaugh this time around. Uh, my impression, you and know, I talked about this a couple weeks ago. Uh, until the COVID season. As always, the NFL, you know, coming after Harbaugh and Harbaugh, paying it no heed whatsoever. It's mainly for, you know, radio shows in Indianapolis and Chicago and Oakland or whatever. Um, He was never playing that game. Last year was publicly. He's going after the NFL. He made that very clear. This year, my impression was the NFL was coming after him after two great seasons, and he was listening. Unlike the first five or six years, he was listening this time as people were listening. Uh, So it's more passive than it was aggressive, I would say, compared to year before, but my guess is going forward, uh, this contract, this deal, the handshake deal, and so on, on top of that, I do know, it's got to lock that down for a lot of reasons. And also, I would add this about buyouts. I find a whole buyout provision and all these contracts to be crazy on almost all fronts, including when Ed Orgeron ultimately fails at LSU. He has $19 million. Why is a state university paying a football coach $19 million to fail? I don't get that. Um, and likewise, if somebody wants to leave, why put in a hurdle of five or 10 million or whatever else to keep them from leaving? If you don't want to be here, leave. Um, that's true of any coach. I would say that. And so, uh, I know the buyout has been greatly shrunk in Jim's case. And also the attention is going to go to the number the final number. It's going to be 10 or 11 million, somewhere in that category. I believe that's not as part the least important aspect of this contract. It's going to be about $20 million for assistant coaches. That's huge. It's going to be how long-term the contract is, is it guaranteed, and what the buyout is. Those four factors to me are more important than the actual number.
0: Yeah, and I I think just being the highest paid uh, in the Big Ten and being top five nationally, I I find that to be competitive, fair, and earned by Harbaugh and his staff with what they've done the last two years.
1: Yeah, I thought it'd be fair. You have to say it's not at the. Uh, Dabo Sweeney, Kirby no. level, the Nick Saban, Saban level. No, no. Yeah, uh, but you've got to say in the Big Ten. he Right now he's the fourth highest paid coach in the Big Ten. And when you've cleaned out the Big Ten for all but one loss to Michigan State last year, um, no, two years ago that is, uh, then you have to say you should be hmm, certainly one or two, three on the outside in the Big Ten. Although, you know what, Bill? If I were Harbaugh, I'd make it a point to make one less dollar than Mel Tucker just for fun, but I don't think he'll do that.
0: Yeah, I could get by with 94 million, well, 95 million <laughs> minus a buck, right? Ninety four million nine hundred 999, 999, right? I, I was trying to do a live math saying I'll just go 95 million <laughs> minus a buck. But, it, you know, they need the stability. I agree with you, too, on the buyouts uh, before I let you go. And I know you got something else coming up. That No, we're good. We're no, good. no. Well, the buyouts, if I'm a school and I'm going to give a guy 95 million, you're, you're, you're staying for... All 10 years, unless we fire you and then we have the agreement on what we'll pay you. But we're not fronting you this money. I, I, we're, we're just not going to do it. But it's, it's the way everybody follows everybody over the edge of the cliff. So uh, at least things have calmed down. And Santa Ono uh, showed incredible leadership. You know, your last book was about leadership, and he took control of this, and uh, Twitter wasn't running it, Facebook wasn't running it, Friends of Manuel weren't running it, Friends of Harbaugh weren't running it, Santa Ono ran it and got it done in less than a week.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much what it boils down to, and consider the fact that this guy's been on campus only since mid October. Now, he gets a very smart guy. He's a scientist. His academic monifies and research and so on are apparently all very serious. I wouldn't know about that. Uh, but if you're the new president at U of M or Michigan State, do you want to be the guy known as the guy who let Izzo get away or the guy who let Harbaugh get away? You're going to be asking that question for the rest of your tenure, rightly or wrongly, fairly or not. That is not a distraction you need as the president of a major university.
0: Amen. John, enjoy the time away down in beautiful Florida. Always appreciate your huge opinions uh, heard across Michigan. My pleasure, Bill. Anytime. All right, yeah. John U Bacon, New York Times bestselling author and a true Michigan insider joining us on the Meyer Guest Line and Meyer proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. John U. Borden, Senior Columnist Insider for The Wolverine.com on the Harbaugh Impact. And is he at Michigan for good? Is this his last coaching stop? John Borton. Uh, from The Wolverine.com coming up, Doug Skeen from The Wolverine.com and the Michigan Football Podcast, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, and Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. Superfly just texted me. Yeah, the Michigan State presence today is really strong. What's the story I'm missing with Michigan State? I talked about Purdue. Mount Tucker, what do you want to talk about? You want to discuss his wins? I got five minutes to kill. Go ahead. What am I missing? This is not intentional. The Harbaugh story broke like at 424 yesterday on President Santa Ono's Twitter account. I run with the story for twenty four hours. I've done this for almost thirty-one years. My God, do you think? When ABC and ESPN were looking for voices for the college football playoff semifinal intro, that they would think, I'm a Michigan homer? You're down to the final four. Nothing's going to be easy. Two Heisman
2: Trophy quarterback candidates going at each other. Classic irresistible
0: force meeting the immovable object. You're going to be looking to that camera. You gotta love Max Duggan. He's really putting the ball on the money to be able to
2: get an opportunity to go to the playoff. It's surreal. There are a couple question marks. Mm. We just want y'all to understand that we're coming.
0: Go! The most
1: intriguing yeah. quarterback battle in the country.
0: Speaking of big plays.
1: Brighter
0: than the U2. We need to do our job. Doggett, how does he have any left of it? Man, that was, uh, that, that was my voice, ABC, ESPN, the opening. I mean, li- listen, that right there, if you were watching it, and I was just bombarded on Twitter in my tax chain. You're down to the Final Four. Nothing's going to be easy. Yeah, but, uh, so you think they that I'm a homer? Oh, I know what the Michigan State fan is thinking. Great. They put you on the Michigan Final Four. They didn't see on the, oh, I'm sorry. I would have done some Michigan State audio for their bowl game. Could you tell me what bowl game they were in? Crickets. Crickets. I just got a text from Johnny and Grant, which is up by Casanova, God forbid, who would live up there north of Grand Rapids. He says, hey, were you the voice on Hard Knocks? I said, no, I came close last summer. They say winning isn't everything. But to a diehard fan base in the state of Michigan, losing has been everything. But now under Brad Holmes as general manager, Dan Campbell, the GM, and Jared Goff playing well at the end of the 2021 season. It's everybody versus Detroit as HBO presents Hard Knocks training camp in the Motor City. That's not the voice of a Homer. It's not. And I'll stand by my huge opinions, I'll stand by our star studded maize and blue Michigan Insider show. But I'm not a Homer. And do not accuse me of being a homer, because I'll bust out three hours of Tom Izzo, MSU All-Access Basketball, and even on the ladies' side, with Susie Merchant, who I love, and all those lady Spartans. If you're going to call me a homer, then bring the facts with your noise. Bring it, okay? Just bring it to me. You want to join in on our Bud Light huge question of the day? (laughs) With Harbaugh back, what are your expectations for Michigan football this fall? You can join in with 866-838-4843. That's what 866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They now play their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com and the Van Andel Arena box office and also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge.
2: Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle and finding piggy riches for up to $10,000. Every Friday in January, one lucky winner every hour from 7 to 11 p.m. will break the piggy and reveal their prize from $500 premium play all the way up to ten dollars in cash. Don't miss piggy riches only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort,
0: your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Garter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E, rcom Also, Thomas stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks contest The toughest sport on dirt is back for an all-new 2023 season. Join the party and come watch the cowboys of the PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic ride the rankest bulls on the planet, live at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Tickets on sale now at PBR.com or Ticketmaster.com. The PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th.
2: Get more for your money when you shop Meyer. This week, find great deals like select apple varieties, just $1.49 per pound. Post or Kellogg cereal for two forty nine dollars each. And buy one, get one 50% off family-size Oreo or Chips Ahoy cookies. And make packing lunches and snacks easier and get $1.50 off Ziploc food storage bags. Plus, get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop,
0: in-store or online. Get more for your money
2: at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app.
0: The huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. In a moment, Johnny Borton from the Wolverine.com senior columnist insider on Harbaugh staying at Michigan and this is his last coaching stop. Coaches at Michigan until he's done. John Borden will answer that. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion, Michigan offensive lineman, co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast. That's heard weekly at TheWolverine.com. Here in about 30 minutes, Clayton Safey also from TheWolverine.com. Bud Light, huge question of the day. With Harbaugh back and most of the team back, what are your expectations as a Michigan fan for the team this fall? 1-866-838-4843. That's one eight six six eight three eight huge Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. You can also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Let's go to Tyler in Grand Rapids listening on 96. one. The Game. You're on the HUGE Show.
2: Hey, man. Um, I'm not a Michigan fan, but I'm going to give my objective opinion. Um, it could be that year. I know, obviously, this past year was a good year. For them, considering that they repeated what they did and beat Ohio State again. But this upcoming year is going to be tough. Um, you know, I think it will be good that Harbaugh stays, uh, but this season might not be the same type of uh, repeat that they've had the past couple years because they have to go to Penn State, which we all know Penn State struggles, but that could be their push over the top game. And I think going to Spartan Stadium, you know, i I think that's going to be tough, too. So Michigan could potentially be looking at two to three losses this upcoming year. Um, It will maintain the program, but I don't think it's always going to be as dominant as it is right now.
0: Well, and they've taken care of business, Tyler. That's a great point out of GR listening on 96 on the game. But I'll give Michigan credit that, you know, they, they won at Ohio State. They beat Michigan State at home. They won at Penn State the year before. Uh, In their first Final Four year and first Big Ten championship game season, they've answered the bell in every big game except TCU and Georgia. And they wouldn't have beat that Georgia team, but this Georgia team, when you look at what Ohio State did, I I think that's a fourth-quarter game. You look at what the Buckeyes did against that Georgia defense. Just a bad half. Maybe, you know, gosh, you could... Say four bad plays, otherwise that's a Michigan blowout. But I don't know if they would have beat Georgia. Georgia has some athletes. You can visually see that. Kirby Smart has replaced Alabama as the team in America. I know Saban gave David Pollock that look, but they have. It's just a fact. Let's go talk to Johnny Borden Senior, Columnist Insider for the Wolverine.com. Get his thoughts on Harbaugh Stan. How you doing, Johnny?
2: great, Bill. Good
0: to hear from you. Yeah, uh, that was great news for the Michigan fan, because if you would have had more turnover, I know the Michigan State fan, the Ohio State fans, at least the chirping on Twitter, they were hoping for it, but Harbaugh stays, Santa Ono stepped in and got it done uh, within a week. Amazing job, what he's doing, connected to sports and just enthusiasm and love for the school already since, what, mid-October when he came over uh, from cincinnati so the, the big question is though that i hear from people now even the michigan fan well are you we going to be here a year from now is this going to be every off season with hardball or do you think it's done now and that he will finish coaching at michigan
2: i don't know that it's done bill but i think it's really going to quiet down for uh for a while i i think that the uh the buyout here in the uh, renewed contract or the upgraded contract is going to be such that uh, it would be daunting for somebody to want to take that on. And I think Jim Harbaugh is wanting to show that uh, he's very serious about coaching Michigan. Will, will he retain an interest in the NFL? Uh, yeah, I think he will. I think he always will. But um, if we're here next year, then, uh, if if you give Michigan fan a, another uh, year like you've had the last two, they'd probably make that trade. I mean, they're rolling down the highway in, in a limo, and uh, and they want to keep the ride going. I understand. There's some frustration uh, mixed in there, but uh, that's going to be forgotten if uh, when when you get to. 6-0, 7-0, 8-0, if that rolls out. And there's every reason to believe that this team could get on that kind of a run again because they are coming back absolutely loaded.
0: And I think if Hardball went and won it next year and won the national championship, that if he decided to go grab an NFL job, the Michigan fan would say, thank you, what an unbelievable three years. You got another natty. Look at the mileage they got out of their last national championship that's you know, pushing towards, what, 30 years uh, mm-hmm. You know, I think they would be happy with that. And the question is, when you look at the way too early college football polls, and it's our Bud Light huge question of the day on expectations for the Michigan fan, I think their expectations now go beyond beating Michigan State and Ohio State, go beyond winning the Big Ten championship game. It's now about winning games in the playoffs. Oh, no question about it. I mean,
2: you're uh, your top player, arguably. Uh, and Blake Gorham had to sit and watch those games. I mean, I, or that game that uh, the first, the Big Ten championship game, and, and then the, uh, you know, the, the playoff game. And he is, when he announced that he was coming back, he wasn't talking about beating the Buckeyes. He wasn't talking about winning the Big Ten. All those, those are certainly things on his list. That doesn't complete the list. He said, I'm coming back for all of it. We've got – and the common theme, everybody that comes uh, announces, hey, I'm coming back, we have unfinished business, that's the business. You take that, those next steps. They want to win this thing. They want to uh, – you know, last year, okay, they they uh, they got smacked pretty good by Georgia, who is the best team in football right now, and uh, not like Nick Saban having to – try and beg his way into the playoffs. I mean, you, I heard you reference Kirby Smart. I mean, he's he's doing it, and uh, Nick Saban is is asking for favors these days. He, uh, smart doesn't need to. Uh, then you get to this year, and Michigan was certainly very competitive, and you can say they should have won that game. They, they could have, and you, you look at uh, TCU Georgia, and you say absolutely they should have but they took the next step. I mean, they were right there. They were one play away. Uh, next year would would be all about doing the same things that you did uh, in getting uh, taking down the Buckeyes for a third straight year, winning the Big Ten championship. But, okay, what are you going to do now when you get to the playoffs? Uh, uh, close in that semifinal is not going to uh, cut it. So, uh, yeah, they've got some uh, – that, that's how – Tall order for any team. Okay, you got you gotta win one of the toughest conferences in the country. You gotta beat uh, an elite team in Ohio State, and you've got to do better in the playoffs than you have before. So, I, but it, it's amazing how quickly the the mindset has turned around from a couple of years ago when is it uh, a Michigan fan is wondering, well, Jim Harbaugh goes okay to now. Now, hallelujah! They kept him, and can we win the national championship? You just think about that for a minute.
0: Well, we oh yeah, think about it uh, from last spring. That uh, you know, a lot oh, yeah. of people are like, "Good, let him go to the Vikings. We'll be fine." And now, I agree with you, hundred percent. That's why I said it's it's about the final four. And as you expand beyond next year, Michigan should be a final four team, uh, or not final four now, final twelve. You may be able to get in the neighborhood of three losses uh, to get into the uh, playoff moving forward. And that will be a big measuring stick against you know, Ohio State and Michigan and your rivals. John Borton, by the way, senior columnist for the Wolverine.com, talking about Harbaugh staying. And our Bud Light huge question of the day your expectations for Michigan uh, this fall. And we talked about national championship expectations. Well, what's missing uh, from portal in, portal out, recruits in? Uh, returnees, gossers. there's not a lot. I still wonder about that edge speed on defense. I wonder about a receiver that can separate uh, in the deep ball. Now, Cornelius is coming back, and I don't know why they didn't throw those routes in the TCU game, and maybe he thought he was saving them for a matchup with Georgia or Ohio State. But your thoughts on with everything in on the portal, out on the portal, uh, returnees, uh, hardball back, the staff will be intact. Uh, what's missing from keeping Michigan being a national champion?
2: Well, uh, let's let's look at one uh, item on each side of the ball, Bill, just so so that we can uh, go with the balanced attack. You, you referenced JJ uh, um, McCarthy. You, you need to have him take the next step and grow up just a little bit more and be just a little bit sharper in the very biggest games. And that would be the playoffs. And that would, I mean, he showed what he can do at Ohio State. And uh, that kid gets all kinds of credit for a, a first-year starter going to Columbus and, uh, and doing what he did. Now, you take the next step. You've got that entire season under your belt. He will have almost another entire season under his belt by the time uh, he would hit a playoff game. And now it's... You know, be that guy, be that guy that can be that can really make the difference. And you will have all kinds of weapons, so much of the offensive line returning. You're going to have both of your top backs uh, back there. You've got talent in that wide receiving core and the tight ends. Make it all work. Uh, Don't make the big mistake uh, to uh, to get the other team rolling, that sort of thing. He knows that he did that throughout the year. But then, when you get to the very best competition, when it, it ramps up a level, uh, you ramp your own game up. And over on the other side, they need to. Uh, they've they've got what will be an elite cornerback in Will Johnson. There's no question. You just look at what he did towards the the end of the season. They're uh, given the departures. They're going to have to come up with another uh, ace cornerback. And uh, whether whether that comes through the transfer portal yet. Uh, whether that is among uh, those guys right now that they have. We're going to see. But uh, that that would be the one spot on defense that would give me the most concern or at least draw my most attention as you get to spring football and see what they're doing with the portal and all those sorts of things because I, I think that uh, they've got a lot of weaponry up front. They've been developing guys. I think they'll have guys off the edge you know, you got a great coach in uh, Mike Elston that uh, is dealing with uh, those guys up front. Uh, but but they are going to need to come up with another cornerback that can uh, that at least approximate the play of a Will Johnson, and they'll really have something going there.
0: Yeah, and also when they get to those wide-open teams, and they did it against Ohio State. That's why I still can't get over how bad they played in that first half against TCU because I really thought they were – playing well enough to uh, win it all, but we'll see. So they're hungry. Quorum's coming back, and uh, I'm with you 100% on your breakdown there, John Borton, senior columnist from the Uh Johnny, it'll be a fun off season. Can't wait for the start of college football already. Looking forward to it, and it feels like uh, football never ends these days, Bill. Now, well, now the Harbaugh, there's Santa Ono ended uh, the Harbaugh Watch which was, as Tim Stout from our affiliate the Game 730 AM in Lansing said about a week ago, he's the daily gift that keeps on giving. So I guess we'll just have to focus on the positives. Uh, will. It will be positive football all around. I can't wait to talk about it. Thank you, Johnny. You bet. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, Harbaugh last year, the, when he came back from Minnesota, and it was right around this, it was recruiting day last year, it was early February. Yeah, because it was signing day where he went for the visit, which that was when the Michigan Nation said he can go. And then it was quiet, and they just went about their business. I still can't get over how good they looked at Ohio State and how bad they were prepared in that first half in the play calling. I, my my concern about Michigan, you know, when I asked the Bud Light like, huge question of the day, expectations or what. Johnny Borden from the Wolverine.com said, I just wonder about hardball's conservative side. And I said it all year, almost every week, it will bite him in the rear. And it did in the first half against TCU, and it was a hole they couldn't dig out of. I, I, I know what you'll say hey, number one defense, led the nation in rushing, pounded the ball. Eventually, somebody's got to stop you, and you got to counter. And they did counter, but it was too late. Didn't have design run plays. Every single team in college football, look at your national champions. Go back 10 years. Design runs. Look at your top five the last 10 years. Quarterbacks who could keep a drive alive with their feet or score a touchdown with their feet when they needed to, just like Stetson Bennett did for Georgia against TCU. And Michigan didn't run McCarthy until the third quarter. Besides that, Rand, I feel really good about Michigan this fall. Callers online, Michigan, will hear you next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We play for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC, Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Tuesdays are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. Great indoor shows, huge promotions and giveaways. The way they redid their... Lodging is fantastic. Go to soaringeaglecasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app and follow them on Facebook and on Twitter. Doug Skeen, five time Big Ten champion, offensive lineman, will join us in about 10 minutes. We'll get his thoughts on Harbaugh staying, Clayton Safety from the Wolverine.com. In about 40 minutes, our Bud Light, the huge question of the day. What are your expectations for Michigan football? I think it's at least get to the national championship game. Something they haven't been able to do the last two years. You can answer that question 1-866-838-4843. That's one 866 huge at HUGE show on Twitter. The HUGE show on Facebook. Opt on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Now, if you miss any HUGE opinion, interview, hour, or full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and catch up and listen on your schedule.
2: Big, bad, huge.